Hello, this is CJ Radoon of rotowire.com here for your Formula One update on the Prime Sports Network. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any motorsports coverage all season long, including NASCAR, IndyCar, and of course, Formula One. You can access my columns by clicking the link provided. It's in the description of, video of this video. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to let me know what's on your mind. So this week, we are going to be talking about the Formula One Rolex Grand Prix of Austria. But two weeks ago, we visited Canada, and as predicted, it was another Max Verstappen weekend. So he overcame wet and dry qualifying sessions on Saturday, actually took the pole, and then went on to dominate the Canadian Grand Prix. He led every single lap. And the, the rain on Saturday jumbled up qualifying quite a bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, Sunday, uh, it was another win, and that stretches his lead over teammate Sergio Perez in the championship standings. And quite honestly, at this point, early in the season, Verstappen looks even more unassailable at the front than he did before. Canada, as mentioned, was another rough patch for Perez. Uh, he failed to advance in that tricky qualifying session. He ended up starting 12th, and by the time the race was over, he only worked his way back up to sixth place. Uh, so while that finish it will help Red Bull close in on another constructor's title by earning them some extra points, it did not do per Perez any good in terms of his hunt to track down Verstappen in the Drivers' Championship. So Verstappen widened his gap in those standings, and Quite honestly, Perez is in a very rough patch, and he needs a good dose of confidence to be able to pull out of it. Second on the podium in Canada was none other than Fernando Alonso. It was an ideal weekend for him and the team. He inherited a front row start when Nico Hulkenberg was penalized for safety infractions. It was a great start for a great qualifying effort, I should say, from Hulkenberg. Uh, but ultimately, that ended up going to Alonso before Sunday's race started. So he used that track position uh, to confidently consolidate a runner-up finish. And he was second on the podium to Verstappen and a, a very good performance for him and Aston Martin. And quite honestly, at this point, all he needs, all Alonso needs is one slip from Verstappen. It's going to be tough to get that from Verstappen, but all he needs is that one slip and Alonso might find himself in victory lane. Lewis Hamilton, for a great, good measure, with a great effort, he rounded off the podium spots in third and both Mercedes and Aston Martin, they're demonstrating progress. Their car development is on track, both teams, and those improvements should continue to come through the middle portion of this season. Remains to be seen whether or not it'll be enough for either one of them to catch Verstappen and Red Bull, but nonetheless, they're definitely making strides forward each and every week. So what was the biggest surprise in Canada? Alex Albon, I think hands down. He was the driver of the day and for great reason too. He grabbed the best finish of the season for Williams, which has by far been the worst car of the season so far. And he held off Esteban Ocon and a long line of midfield cars as he made his used tires work for longer, uh, holding off those charges from behind. It was an impressive seventh place finish for him and the team and gives them some excellent points in the Constructors' Championship that'll give them some extra money that they can invest in the team in at the end of the season. So while that jumbled grid and the, all the crashes that we had at Canada that helped enable Albin's finish, don't be fooled into thinking that Ocon lost his spot as the best of the rest, though. The Alpine driver was hot on Albon's heels. He just couldn't get that pass done. And, uh, you know, Ocon will be back for more. And I think, again, Alpine's looking really good. I would expect them here at Austria to be back at the top of that midfield battle. Uh, however, uh, given the right circumstances, maybe we see some more of Alex Albin and the Williams as this season goes on. And the season does go on this week, and we're headed, as I mentioned before, to Austria and the Red Bull Ring. 
Uh, so with the Red Bull company headquartered in Austria, this could be considered a home race for the team. However, the team is actually based in England. So while the namesake certainly of the, the track is theirs, uh, they're going to want to win regardless. And quite honestly, Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez both actually look like they have a really good chance this weekend. The track has been in Formula One's history since 1970, so it's been around for quite a long time, and actually the current configuration dates back to 2014. Since then, since that 2014, it's returned to the calendar. Verstappen has won four times, Hamilton has won twice, and Leclerc won last year. So the track is a short one, but it has significant elevation changes. I mean, it's crazy elevation. You climb from the start at the lowest part of the, the track, which is the start line, climbs by the time you get to the second turn, as high as the Leaning Tower of Pisa. That's all within two turns, it's crazy. Uh, but then after that, it's medium to high speed turns all the way downhill back to the finish line. So it's almost like a ski slope, uh, which makes sense considering it's sitting in, in the Alps. Uh, there are two very good overtaking possibilities one in the climb to turn two, and then certainly going into turn one as well. Uh, if you're able to use those medium and high speed corners to your advantage, stay within DRS zone and keep the tires under you, you can actually make some pretty good passes. And that's uh, how Charles Leclerc ended up passing Max Verstappen twice last year. Verstappen uh, won the sprint race on Saturday and Leclerc uh, leveraged what he learned in that sprint race to actually hang in Max Verstappen's wake and use that DRS to his advantage, actually passing the Red Bull on track twice to take that victory. So this weekend, again, it is another sprint weekend. This is the first one that we've seen since Azerbaijan, and it'll be the second one that uses the standalone sprint format. So Saturday's on-track activity is all about the sprint, whereas last year the sprint finishing results actually determined the starting grid for Sunday's race. What that means, though, is that on Friday, the teams have to get their race set up in, and that's going to be a really tough challenge for them to do, considering they're still in the process of rolling out all those chassis upgrades each and every week. So they really only have one practice session to be able to get everything right for qualifying to set themselves up for their run at, at Sunday's race. They're going to learn a lot, certainly on Saturday, but everything that sets them up for Sunday on track from a qualifying perspective as well as a, a practice perspective that all takes place on sunday so really pressure packed here friday um saturday will be interesting to see a little bit of a preview of the race with the standalone sprint but sunday is going to be ultimately where it all happens and it's going to be interesting because yet again we might have weather and rain might interrupt both friday as well as saturday the chances are actually more likely to disrupt Saturday's sprint race, which would be interesting uh, and probably actually pretty good since it doesn't disrupt the starting order for Sunday, but uh, look for rain this weekend. So what does that mean? Potential upsets, absolutely. When you have variable conditions, that definitely brings out the long shots and not to say that uh, there are long shots that are in the picks, but anybody other than Verstappen probably can be considered a long shot at this point in the season. So. Red Bull, they're certainly the favorite, and I would expect both drivers to be on the podium. So I do think Max Verstappen is going to win. You can see the odds scrolling on the screen. He's obviously the favorite, and for very good reason. I do think that Perez is going to get the job done, though. He needs some confidence. I think he's growing. Uh, he's just got to get over this little slump, and I have a feeling he's going to be on the podium this week as well, probably in second place. That said, who's going to be best of the rest? 
you're looking at Hamilton and Alonzo. Both of these teams, both Mercedes and Aston Martin, continue bringing their chassis upgrades each and every week, and they are paying off. Hamilton has said, and the entire Mercedes team has said, that they found the direction that they need to go with this year's car. And Alonzo has actually said that he thinks that this track, Red Bull Ring, actually is going to suit their Aston Martin even better than Canada. And he finished second in Canada, so look out. Um, that said, uh, you know, if you're going to look for somebody other than Verstappen or Perez, Hamilton and Alonso are going to be your choices. I'm probably going to give the edge to Alonso, though, just because I think the confidence of the Aston Martin, given what they did at Canada, the confidence on this track is even higher. So I would put Alonso in that uh, long shot category if you're not going to go with Verstappen. That said, though, you can get some relatively decent odds, or at least more attractive odds, if you go with the double podium for Red Bull. And you can see those again scrolling on the screen. I think Mercedes has a good shot at a, a double podium as well if anything happens to Alonso uh, or Perez. But uh, look at Red Bull actually in the positive territory there. So I do think, given that Perez is going to get out of his slump sooner or later, this track is a good one for him to do it, considering it's Red Bull's home. I think this is the week that you can take advantage of that. So. As far as my upset picks go, Hamilton or Alonso, as I said, both teams are making progress with their upgrades. Aston Martin tends to get the edge, so I think Alonso is going to be that choice for me. The last category definitely want to hit on is that winner without. And remember, this category is without Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, or Aston Martin. In other words, it's best of the rest in that mid-pack battle. Esteban Ocan all the way. Alpine has the measure of the midfield fight right now, and he's been leading the way. So look at those odds if you're looking for somebody outside of those top four teams, and you've got yourself a really exciting Austrian Grand Prix weekend. Look out for the rain in the sprint race and be ready for excitement on Sunday. So again, I am CJ Radun of rotowire.com here for the Prime Sports Network. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss any videos all year long. Uh, that includes NASCAR, IndyCar, and Formula One. You can access my columns in the link provided. And if you have any questions, any specifics uh, that you want to hit on, feel free to drop them in the comments section, and I'd be happy to address them on air. Until next time, keep it out of the fence.